In this episode of Figuring Out Families by Magellan Media, where we make families the best they can be, we look at the difficulties faced by students working from home during the pandemic. It's been hard on many families over the past two years, especially the young people sitting their final exams. I'm David Ahern. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Figuring Out Families. The Magellan ran a story this past summer about school students working from home during the pandemic. Students from two Catholic schools in Melbourne were asked how they were coping and the challenges they faced. Two of the students were Star of the Sea College co-captains Lucy Corcoran and Charlotte McCormack. Twelve months down the track and Lucy and Charlotte are about to sit their Year 12 exams. They join me for this special podcast today. Welcome Lucy and Charlotte. Nice to have you on board. Now, it's been a difficult couple of years for many people and uh, obviously for students and teachers alike. Firstly, how are you both coping? Yeah, I think we're both going all right. Um, it's a bit weird being in our, like at home for so long, but I think for the moment we've all, we're all just looking to getting to the end line and at the moment just going with each day, so not too bad at all. Lucy? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm going well. I think, um, yeah, like Charlotte said, being at home when you have this big kind of graduation event coming up is quite strange. It feels like there should be this sense of occasion that is kind of hard to get in your bedroom, but it's still, you know, a really exciting time and there's a lot of exciting things on the horizon for us. Oh, good to hear. Now, Lucy and Charlotte, you said in the magazine story that appeared about 12 months ago that working from home obviously has its challenges. What have some of those challenges been? Oh gosh. Well, I think really um, class of 2021 or the year 12s in 2021, we've had a lockdown in every single term of our VCE. So year 11 and 12. And I think there's this, there's been this expectation to kind of continue as normal. You know, there hasn't really been a break to sit down and be like, okay, we're in a pandemic. Like how, how is that like affecting us? We haven't really had that time. We've had to maintain that level of study and motivation and not being around friends and teachers every day is kind of hard to keep that motivation up. You know, sitting in your bedroom for months on end, you lose that sense of motivation that you can get from getting up every day and putting on your uniform and going to school and being in class. When you're doing that in your bedroom all day, it kind of um, you lose that sense of occasion that school gives, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I'd say the same thing, just that um, not being around everyone just makes it a little bit harder to go by each day. But, um, yeah, I think you sort of you get used to it a little bit as it goes along. But, um, yeah, just everything that Lucy said that I guess, like, because Star's got such a big sense of community, sometimes that can be a bit, like, that's probably the biggest challenge is not having everyone there with you. Yeah. And, of course, this is the second year this has happened. Last year I posed all sorts of problems. Do you think? Because you went through it last year, um, this year was any easier or still the same sort of challenges? Um, I think definitely with last year, it was because we were navigating it for the first time. It was a little bit strange sort of getting your setup at home and things like that and making sure that like all your internet was right and all the little nitpick and like little things that you hadn't really thought of. So I guess this time around, we already had sort of that set up and we already knew how to use things, which was good. But I also think that this year, I don't know if it's just me, but um, the sense of like 
everything just being a little bit unpredictable and not really having as much of a routine is probably something that's a bit different this year and how last year because the lockdown was quite a bit longer you sort of and everyone was a bit I don't know a bit more positive maybe because it was only the first time and we saw that we thought that it was going to be a bit better the next year um but yeah I think definitely the routine was a bit better and just a little bit more optimistic not that we're not still trying to be optimistic now but (laughs) definitely I think it was a bit fresher so a bit different this year yeah um I agree with all of that I think last year there was this kind of view that the pandemic was this new almost exciting thing at the start you know two weeks off school um and then you know it was this view that 2021 would be better like our vision at the start of the year was rebuilding which was all about working with all the renovations happening at our school and also coming back from 2020 and I guess now that this year has been kind of much of the same it's not really how we would have wanted it to um pan out and I think there's a bit of that lockdown fatigue now that we had this view that we'd you know bounce back in 2021 and we haven't really done that so I guess that's been kind of a challenge for us as well. Yeah, I think that's been the, the challenge for everyone. I think uh, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a novelty last year, not a nice novelty, but we expected 2021 to be better and it sort of hasn't been, or certainly not in Melbourne and uh, Sydney and a few other places. So we've had to sort of, a bit like Groundhog Day, we've gone through it all again and you're just looking for that light at the end of the tunnel um, and it's been a bit difficult coming uh, some days. You sort of wake up <laughs> thinking, oh, is it going to be any better? But I, I think we are sort of getting to the end of it, which is good. So I, I think you're both... Uh, already sort of mentioned it, but is it the lack of interaction with your fellow students and teachers that was the main issue, do you think, or has been the main issue the last two years? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think um, you sort of underestimate how much being in a classroom and being with your friends really makes a difference. And even having that interaction with teachers, like I know there's some subjects where most of the class is discussion and, you know, you'll ask you'll be doing content and then you'll ask a teacher a question and like see if they can go over it in a different sort of way. But when you're on a laptop and the teachers are struggling to try and navigate through, you know, they're probably not used to filming themselves while they're teaching. So it can be hard to just change the way that they teach, which might be easier when you're actually in person. So I think it's definitely hard um, for both teachers and students and yeah, just not being able to have that same relationship where it's just more conversational because I think a lot of people can say that they're not too keen on keeping their microphones on when you're on Zoom. A lot of people have their cameras off, microphones off, not really as inclined to participate as much as they would. So, yeah, I definitely think that makes a big difference. Yeah, I think I've most felt that in subjects like um, visual communication design, which is one of my favourite subjects and what I'm looking to do, Um, next year having that kind of classroom environment where you're all working on your projects and you have that um, kind of feedback from everyone else and you get in a creative block and you're just like oh I don't know what to do and there's people around you saying do this do this and it's you'll throw ideas around I really missed that part of especially that subject but I guess in other subjects like literature and English as well that discussion and that um, classwork has been a big thing that we've missed out on as well. Yeah, I mean, we are social people and I think it's, I mean, in my lifetime, I mean, I'm over 60 now and I've never struck anything like this. We are social people and we interact with people every day and having that taken away from you, it's uh, posed some some real issues, certainly for a lot of people, especially single people. Um, you, we just like interacting with people. 
And when that's taken away, it just poses a whole set of new problems, which you, you've already touched upon. Do you think you've both managed the, the workload and downtime reasonably well the past two years? Yeah, I think I've found a pretty good balance between um, work time and rest time. But I think, again, working from home has made that a lot more difficult because I travel for an hour to get to school um, every day. I live in Williamstown, so that travel over the bridge. And that's like my social time. It's all my friends on the train together. And it's that break before and after school every day for an hour. And then you leave school and you come home and you start your study. And it's that kind of, um, you can distinguish between school and home time. Whereas now I do it all from this desk. So it's kind of hard to feel like you have that distinction between home and school and work and rest. Um, But I think it has taught us to be really mindful of when to take breaks and when it's important to go out and go for a walk and when it's, you know, know your limits. And um, I think by this time I have got a pretty good grasp on like where I need to take a break and stop. Yeah, definitely. Like um, Lucy was saying, I feel like I hate my room now because I'm sleeping here and I'm, you know, trying to do my downtime and then doing my work. It's all in the one space because some people are lucky enough that they have studies and things like that. But um, yeah, it, it is a bit hard when you're in the same sort of environment over and over again. Um, but I think like Lucy said, now that we've been here for a little while, I think we've noticed that although it sounds like a perfect world to be at home all the time and you can study all the time, um, it's actually good to make sure that we're getting the downtime and you know, actually taking time for ourselves, especially when we can't, we're not having as much social interaction. It's good to take care of ourselves a little bit more than we might have thought about before. Absolutely. You both uh, mentioned it and you've spot on to routine, I think is vitally important. I've had to work from home too for many months and it's it's so important to have a routine each day. Charlotte, you, you, did you get your routine going pretty pretty well from the start? Um, I definitely think my routine last year was a bit better than it has been this year. <laughs> I think that, um, like Lucy said before, we were all really excited and I was like, okay, I'm going to exercise at this time and do my schoolwork for this amount of time. And it was all exciting and yes, so motivated. This year it's a bit different just because it's all a bit choppier. But I think I've definitely noticed um, that when I like set certain times to do things and make lists and stuff like that. So actually have a bit more order to my day. So that I guess counts as a routine, then I definitely am more productive because otherwise we all just get a bit tired and a little bit distracted sometimes with all the things going around in our houses. So yeah, I definitely think making a routine has been um, very helpful on certain days where I might not be feeling as motivated to just start straight off. And Lucy, routine for you were obviously important. Yeah, it's a big thing. I've especially these holidays, um, exam preparation. We just have two weeks to um, prepare on our own. So I've really been trying to kind of stick to that um, wake and sleep routine that I would have for school and not fall out of that, and you know, hang on to that for a few more weeks until exams are over. Um, but yeah, a routine has been massive. You know, going for those walks every day and having a set time every night where I can go out and watch TV and have that break and so we don't burn out has been yeah really important. Absolutely burnout you're right that's very important you don't want to do that too and you're both young enough so hopefully that won't happen (laughs) when you get to my age it's a bit different and keeping motivated at times can be difficult. Um, Lucy and Charlotte uh, your families uh, played an important role I'm sure in keeping you focused to what what sort of um, 
Uh, how positive has, has that been? Um, yeah, definitely um, very positive. I'm really lucky that I have a nice big family. So for when we have a lack of interaction with our friends and things like that, um, I'm really lucky that I still get to like play games with my family and watch movies with my family and things like that. So they're sort of keeping me entertained. Um, I guess I can also say that they're keeping me a bit distracted. I have to make sure that I put a note on my door every time I was doing a sack or something like that because otherwise they'd come in telling me about their day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely think that they have, I wouldn't say it to their faces, but <laughs> I definitely think they've been keeping me sane <laughs> even though I might find my brothers a bit annoying. They've definitely, yeah, kept up the the happiness and the joy, I guess, in the house so that we're not all just really down and missing everyone because we're all in the same boat and all helping each other. Right. Yeah, I'm the same. I think um, I've been really lucky to have like a family that has kept a really positive environment throughout this whole lockdown. I know like a lot of people, their parents or their families are really struggling so that that kind of reflects back on them as well. And um, I think my mum and dad especially have tried to really kind of stay positive which has helped, which is kind of reflected back in me remaining positive about school. And um, they're just kind of there when I need to go for a walk and complain about, you know, oh, lockdown, oh, I want to be back at school. You know, they're just there. They just listen and they're kind of like a soundboard for my, um, yeah, my kind of sadness about missing out on year 12. So they've definitely, like Charlotte said, helped keep me sane. And yeah, I wouldn't tell my brother that, but he has <laughs> <laughs> helped keep me sane this year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it. And it's a, no one can be positive every day. It's just impossible. And I think it's those days where uh, having um, siblings or your parents help help out in whatever way is very important. And that's what families are all about at the end of the day. But um, yeah, remaining positive, and especially for you two about to sit your final exams too, and you're obviously doing a lot of study, um, keeping the mental health up is uh, vitally important. Yeah, definitely. Have there been, yeah, have there been any... Um, unforeseen challenges like we talked earlier about not being in the school environment not being able to interact with um, your fellow students and teachers have there been any anything else that sort of popped up that uh, you didn't expect um I think with me I've my house has never really had that bad internet but <laughs> as soon as this year got into the sticky end it just all crumbled <laughs> so I was trying <laughs> to do sacks and things like that and I've had to explain to teachers why I couldn't finish a question and things like that so that was not ideal. But I guess everyone's, when it comes to those sorts of ch challenges, everyone is so accommodating because, you know, when you're doing a sack at school, you're not going to have internet problems and you're not going to write a full answer and it not show up. So it's, um, yeah, the teachers and everyone's been so understanding of all of that. So although it's an issue, I guess we're all just sort of accepting that there's going to be days that are easier than others and other, some days where you want to throw your laptop out of a window and others <laughs> where you love it. <laughs> so. I think um, a pretty big challenge for us in particular has been being leaders during this time. And obviously like, we have a really good community at STAR and so we kind of assume going into lockdown that it would be not easy but, um, you know, we'd have a relatively good response to initiatives and it would be um, we'd be able to maintain that. And I think with everyone's motivation going down and ours included, that has been quite hard for us to have to um, continue to be like a smiling face on camera and show up for people so that they feel like they have someone that they can go to and that they can see that's coping with it all. So I think 
while it's been incredible and while we've loved doing it, it's been um, possibly even more rewarding maybe online because we've had um, those personal interactions with girls um, in our year level and in the broader school, like Zooming some year sevens and year eights who might have been struggling with some things and just chatting to them. So it's been really rewarding, but it also has had um, some unforeseen challenges in trying to kind of maintain that sense of community and spirit when you're not seeing them in face-to-face. Sure. And like like all of us, and uh, we've, we've seen it in the news uh, on a lot of days, people have had to build up resilience. Um, we've had to find that extra bit, especially days when we're really down. Uh, do you find that your resilience has uh, been stronger in the last two years? Definitely. I think um, up until this point, I hadn't obviously none of us had experienced anything like this. Um, and, you know, thinking back to the start of term three, you know, we were told that this would be a three-day snap lockdown and then here we are still um, about to go into term four. So I think having that resilience to kind of push through the uncertainty and the unpredictability of like when we're going to be going back to school and trying to um, stay resilient when you don't know what next week or the week after will hold has been um, something that we've had to build up through this year. Yeah, definitely. I think that, um, you know, throughout my whole life, everything's been pretty consistent. Like everything's always happened when it was going to, sport would be on when I thought it was going to, and school was always just school. So I think coming into the past two years and actually seeing and having to deal with how quickly things can change, I think everyone, even if you don't feel like it, even if you feel like, you know, you've struggled and your motivation and everything has gone out the window, I think everyone has built like so much more resilience than they ever even thought that they would have done because I think if anyone was taught, told that we were going to be sitting at at home doing schoolwork and we weren't going to be able to go anywhere I think everyone would just think that you were crazy and that sounds like an awful world so the fact that we're all actually surviving through it and um yeah that we're still here and still managing to continue on sort like all our different activities and things like that even in a different space I think that is a big testament to all of our resilience yeah and I think it bodes well for your your futures too you had to deal with something that my generation didn't have to at that age um so uh, you'd like to think that as the years go on you you really will have a a a stronger sense of resilience uh, in you know no matter what you do in life and I think that that's a good thing even though we're well, let's be honest, none of us wanted this pandemic, but we've had to live with it. It's just the way it is. Mm. So, so you're both about to sit your VCE. Um, have you got career paths in mind or is it a matter of wait and see, depending on your results? Um, for me, I'm looking at doing um, global studies, hopefully, because I've been doing global politics this year and I've just found it really, really interesting. Um but I didn't. I had no idea what I wanted to do until a couple of months ago. So it really was just that subject that I just enjoyed it so much and was like, oh, maybe that could be something that I um, wanted to do. Um, so yeah, excited for that. Yeah, I was the same. I had really no idea going into this year, and I'm still a bit like unsure. I kept my subjects really broad in year eleven and twelve so that I could sort of choose any path that I wanted to and make that decision as I went along. But um, I think this year, VizCom, as I said before, design has kind of emerged as my favourite subject and I always, you know, that creative outlet, having that has been really helpful in lockdown. You know, when you've been doing work all day and to just sit down and put a show on and do um, my 
design has been one of my favorite things to do. So I, I'm thinking at this stage, I'm going to go into design initially. Um, or again, I really enjoyed reading and writing. That's been another way that I've kind of had a creative outlet these, this lockdown as well. So yeah, either design or kind of literature writing at this stage. Wow. Very impressive. Yeah. They both sound like great career paths. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that, that goes. The thing that struck me about um, the magazine story was the optimism that you two showed and also the students from St John's College in Dandenong who were also um, interviewed for the story. We're going through a pandemic, but you're very optimistic about the future. You're still really optimistic? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, even with this lockdown has probably made me even more optimistic about um, life after STAR and that kind of having that graduation on the horizon is really exciting and you know we're hopefully looking to come out of lockdown a bit now so it's you know there's a lot of possibility on the horizon and I think STAR has taught us that nothing is unattainable and they've instilled in us this really amazing sense of belief and that I'll take away with me um, from STAR so yeah I'm definitely still optimistic about the future I don't think lockdown has dulled that at all I think if anything it's kind of like amplified how you know excited we are to get out the other side of this and how we'll take everything's like going being able to go to university like the actual campus or being able to travel and see family like that will we will appreciate that so much more that I feel like we'll be more optimistic coming out the other side of this yeah definitely like um Lucy said I think that because we've all been locked down for so long we are all so excited to get out and just go and do everything. And, you know, I got my second vaccine yesterday. Everyone's all <laughs> getting jabbed and stuff like that. So hopefully everything will open up and we'll all be able to, you know, safely see each other and all this COVID madness will just be seen as like a flu and things like that. So I definitely um, think that there's so much coming and, even though right now it feels like this is our whole life and I feel like school is my only personality because we can't do anything else, I think that there's definitely going to be so much more. Um, and, yeah, we can go to camp, go to campus for uni and, you know, even looking at, like, music concerts and things like that, I think that, yeah, it's all – we're all very optimistic to get out and still have our life. <laughs> it's just this two-year period that we may have missed a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who would have thought simple things like going and sitting in a cafe? Um, I can't wait till that happens again. <laughs> I just, you yeah. know, just have a coffee and a vanilla slice and just sit and watch the world <laughs> go by. It's been so long since that's happened, I've forgotten what it's like. <laughs> now, you got any? Uh, we're nearly at the end of the our time. Um, got any tips for uh, other students, perhaps in the years ahead, about uh, sitting there, year twelve exams, things that you've perhaps learned in a very in an extraordinary situation. Um, oh, that's, I don't really know. Cause I think hopefully going into the future, they'll have a bit of a different experience to we, to us. Um, sorry, but I think definitely taking it one day at a time and everyone just learns and studies so differently. So I think sometimes I'm definitely um, guilty of getting caught up in, oh, how many practice exams has this person done? Oh, how much work? And what time are you starting and finishing your study? All this thing, all that, that stuff. But, um, I definitely think that it's a very personal journey and some people just need a bit more time. Some people can get their work done really quickly and still have, um, you know, quality over quantity. But, um, yeah, I definitely think for people going into VCE that 
yeah, you just have to do what suits you. Talk to your teachers when you're a bit younger. The teachers don't really seem like the people that you'd want to talk to heaps. But now I like I definitely don't think I would be anywhere close to where I am now um, without that support. So I think talking to teachers and leaning on your friends, doing group um, study and things like that. Like it doesn't have to be just a personal journey, although sometimes it feels like we're plotted against each other. It definitely isn't like that. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree with all of that. I think looking back on the younger year levels of when we were at STAR, it could be so easy to get bogged down in all the little things like, oh, grades and, you know, friendship groups and all these little trivial things. Um, But I would hope that these lockdowns would um, demonstrate how important it is to just enjoy being at school and get get involved in activities and sport and find out what you like and find your people and don't take it all so seriously, I guess would be my advice. Just have some fun and, yeah, find yourself at Star, you know, or wherever you go to school. and yeah, like Charlotte said, it can be really easy to see that you're plotted against each other, especially in VCE. You know, you have the this thing of a rank and your ATAR kind of on your back all the time. But I think working together and um, seeing your cohort as like one big team, I feel like in the younger year levels, especially year nine for us, I think is where we build that really big sense of um, community because we have another campus and we go away and you, there's lots of activities to become closer with your house and your year level. And I think if the younger year levels have missed out on that, um, that I would really encourage them to try and build that sense of community in their year level because I think that's kind of what has allowed me to go through year 12 and feel that sense of support is how close I am with the rest of my year, year, level, year level. So um, I think that's what I would probably encourage younger students to do. Great advice from both of you. And I think you've you picked on a, a strong point there about worrying about the trivial. I mean, I, I've always done that. I've <laughs> worried about <laughs> silly little things at times. And then when something big like this happens, you think, honestly, some of those things are just not worth worrying about. There are far bigger issues at play here. Um, and the, the point about community, uh, Lucy, is a good point too. Um, I do, look, we've come to an end. Thank you both very much. I wish you well with your um, final exams and whatever you do with uh, your future careers. And it is, it is unfortunate that your last two years at school, you've had to deal with this pandemic and you've missed out on a lot of interaction that, you know, normally year 11, 12 students would have. So that's disappointing, but uh, all the best for the future. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you thank so much you. for having us. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.